the blast from our past network. Hello and welcome to the Blast from Our Past podcast. We're the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. I'm John. And I'm Adam. And today we have another top 10 episode for you. Uh, we're going to be reaching back to our fun and games days to be talking about our top 10 card games from before 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this is maybe going to be our new benchmark. We'll see. Um, it, it it works. What works? <laughs> Wait. The 2005 benchmark. Oh, 2005. Sorry, I wasn't sure. I thought you meant the cards are going to be our new benchmark. It's like, are we doing nothing but card games from now on? Is this a card <laughs> podcast? You know, that's kind of tough. Um. Yeah, yeah, 2005, I think, actually hits really well for, for both of us. Um, for me, it hits, it's right after high school. Um, yeah. You know, I, it's, you know, I was uh, I was in college at that point, and you had, you know, pretty much just finished uh, or yeah, right around. Roughly around the end of college for me, yeah. so. So, and that's still kind of, now we're, at, we're at definitely at the age where, you know, all that stuff is very nostalgic for us, so. Yeah, 2005, yeah. Fit, I think, is, is probably the, uh, a really good year for that, and so, yeah, and there was, um, there was some... Good games that really good games that I didn't know or didn't play until high school, and I specifically remember playing like either on the bus or, um, mm-hmm. you know, after after school waiting for you know marching band games and you play with your buddies and things like that. Yeah. So I will admit I actually had a hard time filling out this list, mm-hmm. and it's because I kind of realized I really play a lot of the same card games over and over again. And um, also, I didn't do variations. Okay. So, like, with a couple of different ones, I could have done a ton of variations on them. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. didn't separate the variations out. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I, I didn't separate it. The, um, I didn't do that either. So, yeah, I, I only had about 16 different... Um, Things that that I had to pick only pick ten from sixteen or seventeen, mm-hmm. and so it's like for me I usually have a big ass list of like thirty or forty, and then I wean down from there, and it's just like oh, okay, this isn't going to be that hard, because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there also there were a couple of really big card games that other people played that I played but didn't like. I didn't get into. Okay. All right. I don't really have too much to say. Because a lot of these games are going to have kind of a, a story with them. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't want to say too much on the front because I, I do have a lot of memories of, uh, you know, of playing these games, but I kind of want to equate them to the game. I don't want to kind of say them all ahead of time. Agreed. The only thing that I'll mention is we, we come from a card playing family and we'll talk, yeah. I'll talk more about that later. Uh, all right. Well, let's go ahead and jump in. Um, I think you started last time, so I'm going to start this okay. time. My number 10, it's not the most exciting game in the world, but we played it a lot, or at least I remember playing it a lot, and that's because for a lot of kids our age, it was the first card game that we learned to play on the computer, and that's Solitaire. Uh, higher on my list. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about exactly that. Um, and 
my number 10. And there's not, yeah, there, you know what? We both had very small lists to start from. I'm sure we're going to have a lot of similarities in our list. I, I, maybe. Probably. Yeah, probably. Um, so this is a card game that blew up in the nerd world. Uh, I don't, I don't remember you playing it all that much, but maybe I never got past the starter pack, but I still enjoyed playing it. Uh, but I'll talk more about that in case it's hires. So my number 10 is magic. The gathering didn't make my list. I'm not, I don't remember you playing that one really at all. I had, I played it a handful of times with friends who played it, but I never got into it. I honestly don't even remember owning my own pack. Yeah. Okay. So I did have like a starter pack for magic. Um, I enjoyed it a little bit. Uh, I didn't get intense into it, but I respect it. I like, you know, anything that has, you know, fantasy elements and cool Mm -hmm. art on it. So I always appreciate that. Um, I did have a friend who, who I used to, who I would play with. And he, what in my opinion, really, really pissed me off. He would take, uh, he would like print out good cards like, you know, like these exclusive, you know, these really intense good cards and like fucking glue them or tape them onto shitty cards and play with those. And I was like, that's not how you fucking do it. Like, how the hell can my little shitty starter pack go up against that when you are like, you know, obviously doing bullshit stuff here? That and is so totally cheating. It's totally cheating. And so it kind of like got me away from wanting it because he was like my best friend at the time. And so like mm. it wasn't fun playing with him. Right. Um, and so I kind of just shifted away from, from Magic. But, I mean, huge nerd game. Came out in 1993. Uh, it's still nerd today, I think. They still probably have huge tournaments all over. Yeah, it's still going strong. Yeah. So, yeah, but it just I didn't play it all that much, but I definitely I appreciated it. And if, if I didn't have, like, that kind of a situation earlier, I probably could have gotten more into it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. Okay. Yeah, I kind of – I. I've thought about trying to get back into it every time. I don't know. It just kind of seems so daunting now because there's so many different cards and all this yes, stuff. Yes, exactly. Um, I, you know, I, I think I'd need to find somebody to like mentor me back into it. Like, it's not one where I could just kind of like, oh, I'll do it myself. I, I yeah. need somebody who's like really into it who'd be patient with me to, to teach me. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah, I and again, I appreciate it for the artwork. I, I think yep. it was really pretty. I think it was a cool idea. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, number nine. I have a feeling this is going to be a quick episode. Yeah, there's nothing to cut in. You know, we're not <laughs> we're not really like dropping in any, you know, audio clips or songs or anything like that. Um, so yeah, probably. You know, but every time we say that, the damn episode <laughs> ends up being really long. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But we'll see. Uh, all right, so this one, uh, it's not a game I've played a lot or. Or I, I shouldn't say it's not a game I've played a lot recently. I probably mostly played it when um, I was a kid or and maybe at school. And I I don't know if I played it a lot in high school, but um, it's a it's a classic you know, card game. Uh, my number nine is War. Uh, did not make my list. OK, you know, it's been it's, God, it's been so long since I played War, but it was I just kind of remember like you're always playing against the other person and if you i think if i remember this right like if you tie in the same one then you have to have a war yeah is that what it is yeah exactly um yeah but it is i mean it's 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 typically as simple as it gets it's just who has the higher card you flip them both higher card wins and then if you tie then you have like a war and i I can't remember exactly whatever the elements to the war was um but yeah i I played like an offshoot of that which i liked better oh yeah what was it called uh it's on my list my brent my man oh okay (laughs) 
It is okay, similar similar elements. Similar elements. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I do remember. I think we played it a good bit um, when we were younger, uh, but uh, probably because you're right because it was so simple. Yeah, very much so, and, and easy it, to learn. And ultimately, that's why I don't. It didn't make my list. It made my my big list, but I was right. like, eh, that one was just a little too basic. Yeah. Plus, like, plus when you're a kid, like playing a game called War. Yeah. It just makes it sound <laughs> it cooler does. than it really is. A- absolutely does. <laughs> All right. What was your number nine? My number nine was um, called out as your number ten. Um, it's a game I've played. Oh. I've played a handful of times with an actual deck but mm. i have played it uh, i can't even count how many times on the <laughs> computer screen and that's solitaire right. yeah <laughs> everybody at windows 95 had two games and yeah. it was solitaire and minesweeper yeah and so you played those that's yeah. what you did <laughs> it's what you had yeah and you know um i ended up yeah yeah you know what it was fun it was simple you could just waste time yeah. Um, you know, have, have the TV on in the background or whatever and just play Solitaire. And I'll still play it like on my phone or something every now and then or mm-hmm. things like that. But it's a it's a basic, you know, I guess every other game that I've got on here, you have to have a partner. And Solitaire right. is at least something that, you know, you can waste some time on your own. And so you, you got to appreciate it. And it being so ubiquitous against with kids everybody had a computer i mean not Mm. everybody had a computer sorry that sounds really fucking ignorant of me to say but like so many of people around our generations got like their first computer and their first computer had that game on it and so we all ended up playing it so hell i remember even like um i had a i had an ipod forever and on planes i would just listen to my ipod and play it had solitaire on it and so i would play like if i was on a flight or a drive or something um I would play solitaire even on my on my iPod, so it's it's all over. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I learned how to play a solitaire on the computer, mm-hmm. and then applied it to learning it. You know, yeah, playing it playing on, on cards. On cards. Yep. And I I've done it on a handful of times, especially if I'm if I happen to have a, a you know deck of cards and I'm somewhere yeah. where I'm by myself mm-hmm. or something. Now. Were you, did you play in like the intense proper way, which was flip three cards over? Or were you a pussy who did one at a time to like almost guarantee a win every time? Uh, I only ever played one because that was the only way I knew how to play. Uh, I, didn't, I, I didn't know the other way. I always did like you had to flip over three cards. And so like sometimes the card that you wanted was not, was not the top card. Right. And so you're like, oh man, okay, I've got to try and move this one and get that, get to that one. Um, where if it was a one at a time, like you, you'd always get the card you need. It's like, basically there's no way you would lose. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, maybe I was just dumb. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> uh, but you know, I it, you're right. It's a very ubiquitous game. I'm pr- every, yeah. everyone has kind of played it in some form mm-hmm. or fashion. Uh, all right, number eight. Uh, my number eight is kind of a, a I guess I don't know if it's marketed as a kids game, but actually, um, I've played it a lot more than I thought I would in the last year or two. And I actually really kind of enjoy the game. Um, and that is the game Uno. Um, honorable mention for me. Okay. Um, I, I really do actually enjoy that game. You know, it's, 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 it's definitely a, it's one of those games where it's more fun to play with the more people you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, eventually you'll get down to, like, just those last two. Oh, no, no. Actually, no, that's not, that's not how it works. It's just whoever gets out their cards out first, right? Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right. It is more fun because when it's down, oh, sorry, it sucks when it's down to just two because then you do like the skip, the skip, the reverse back, whatever, all that stuff. And it just goes back to you. And it's not as when you have like a big group, it is far more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, and interestingly enough, I just found out this rule, which I've never known. Um, you are not supposed to play any of the draw cards, like the draw two, draw four, mm-hmm. if you have another card of the color or number that you can play. Oh. And yeah, because so, I thought like those were wild. You can play wild anytime. Right. So apparently you're not supposed to play them if you don't have if you, you like if you have something you could play, and apparently if somebody does play them, you can challenge that. Hmm. And if you challenge it, they have to show you their hand. And if they do have something, they have to draw four cards. Now, if you challenge them and you lose, you have to draw six cards. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that was a rule I actually didn't know about. We just kind of yeah. played, oh, it's a wild. You can play it whenever. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, you know, Uno is definitely going to be one of those games where uh, people will have house rules. Yeah. That you can do. So, however you choose to play it, it's how you're going to choose to play it. Yeah. But I think it's still fun. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it, it is it is simple. You know, yeah, I mean, it is good for kids because it, all the directions are right pretty much on that card. <laughs> you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. easy enough to figure out. Um, and it's bright. And it's colorful. So it's good. It's a good game. Yeah. So. All right. What's your number eight? Uh, my number eight. I don't know if you played this game. I don't know if it hit your high school circuit like it hit my high school circuit. Um, there's a lot of there's, just looking back at like when I was creating my list, there's a lot of these games that I played like during lunch or Mm -hmm. before or after school or like a free period or whatever. I don't even know if I had a free period. I'm not sure free period was the thing, Um, but we had homeroom. Yeah. Okay. So, but anyway, like during those kind of events in school um, or on the bus even, but this was like the first of a lot of those uh, that are going to come up that I played there. And this one is called BS. Did you ever play BS? Oh, I did play BS. I don't remember. I remember the game. I don't really remember how it was played, though. Yeah. So you, you pretty much, I think it was, you had four people, um, or maybe it was more as well, but you basically, you deal out all the cards, and uh, you basically, you have to, like, start with uh, with an ace. I think it's, like, the, the ace of spades or whatever. Someone has to start or putting putting down, like, the that ace, and they could put down either one ace or two aces or three aces, however many you wanted to put down, you could. And then it had to continue, like, right. I guess, clockwise. But didn't you do it? You did it face down? It did it face down. And so, right. like, okay, one ace. And then the next person would be like, three twos. And they would put three twos down. And, like, uh-huh. if you thought that they were bullshitting, they were BSing, you would have to call BS and they would flip over their cards if they, if it was, if it was, if it was what it was, you had to pick up the pile. Or if they were trying to, uh, bluff then they would have to pick up the pile the yes. first person to finish all your cards won and so particularly at the end you knew like if someone if you had like you know two kings in your hand or if you knew that one king was played earlier and someone you know puts down oh here's three kings and you had a king and you're like bs motherfucker pick up that pile i know you're lying <laughs> or like when you get to the end and you're only down to like a, you know if you have like just a couple people right. and you're like Man, and you you know what they have, right? Like, you, you just like, you know, you play you play your card, and they they play their next one. Like, I know you have a nine of clubs. Like, no BS every time, just BS BS, and they have to like end up picking up a big ass pile. So it's it's simple, um, but it was an enjoyable game. Yeah, I do remember that. I'm not sure where I learned to play it, but I definitely played it. it Might have been from you, honestly. Okay, 
I might have learned to play it from you. So, cool. Uh, all right. Uh, my number seven is actually a game that I didn't learn until after I met my now wife. Um, because it is a game that her family plays. Um, and since I met my wife before 2005, I'm counting this one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and it's it's fun. It's kind of a it's – a, it's a, the, the basis of the game is to get rid of your cards, uh, and it's called Kings in the Corner. Hmm. Uh. Okay. I, I, I feel like I should have taught this to you guys when you were here for Christmas, but it's actually a pretty fairly fun game. Um, you start with uh, – it's kind of like in – solitaire where you have to count down okay um but you don't have to or, but you um i think you also have to alternate like red and black yeah so you have so it is like solitaire in that you have to alternate yeah. red, oh no no sorry so yeah yeah solitaire. Yeah, when, when you're yeah. stacking them yeah when you're stacking them so you have to, so the object is to get rid of all the cards in your hand and you you place the deck in the middle and then you put four cards in in like a cross pattern out from those cards, you're trying to count them down. If you get a king, you can put a king in a corner and start a new stack that way. Okay. So that you're constantly moving cards over to different spots ah. in the stack with the object of getting rid of the cards in your hand. Okay. So, yeah, that it does have similar solitaire aspects, yeah. I see. Except, yeah. But you don't have to divide them into their... Um, you know, respective suits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're okay. not doing that. You're, you're just getting rid of your cards. You're just rid of getting rid of your cards. And, you know, every so often you'll get lucky where you're, you'll be able to, like, someone has, I've seen someone do it, like, on the first hand. Okay. Or they just, they're able to get the cards in, in all the right places just to get rid of their, you know, get rid of their hands. So it's it's a game that, that my wife's family has played and I've really come to enjoy. Cool. Yeah. And um, even, even my kids know how to play it. So, hey, next time, next time we're there, uh, you know, we'll get together. You'll have to teach me that one for sure. Yeah, that'll that'll be a good family one to learn. Yeah. Okay. All right, and your number seven. All right, my number seven is a um, a head to head game. I don't I don't know. Maybe you played it. Um, now that granted, these are two different games, but I'm counting them as one because they're both very very similar. Uh, but my number seven is Spit, Spit or Speed. Uh, just didn't make my list. Okay. And I don't I know if I kind of remember playing it but I I don't I don't ha- I didn't have a strong recollection of playing the game. I what I did have to do for this um this episode was I had to go on YouTube and be like, "Okay, like here's a whole or I went on to Google and been like, "All right, what are some card games that I just like I'm not remembering?" And so right. I was like, "Oh, I remember this one. I remember that one." But I don't remember how to play them, and so then I went on to YouTube and be like, mm-hmm. "How do you play Spit? How do you play BS? How do you play whatever that I, you'll hear some more of?" Yeah. And then, then it kind of flashed back to, I played that game. Oh, yeah. I'm nostalgic. Uh, so Spit um, and Speed was pretty similar. Where the I, whole, knew it more as, I knew it more as Speed. Speed. Okay, yeah. And they're, they're, so they are – there's slight difference, differences to them. Um, but I put them as the same because, like, the, the whole goal is to get rid of all of your cards. Um, and it was very much a uh, – you know, you're using, like, a, a fast, like, set down the cards – to you know, you had to have to like you had to like kind of count up, and so if like you know you um you put down like a an ace, uh, then mm-hmm. you had to put like a, a two next or a three next or whatever. you had to go higher and higher and higher, right? And it did like you kind of could loop around or some something like that. Um, 
but they were, the cards were either kind of like laid out in front of you or kind of on the side or you had some in your hand depending on if you're playing spit or speed but it was a fun it was a fun head to head game that you could kind of play with somebody across the table from you at lunch and it was a speed kind of um obviously it's called speed uh, but it was it was uh it was one that you had to you know, rely on kind of sometimes quickness, get your card in there before they did, because it wasn't like a turn by turn thing. It was like a, mm-hmm. you just had to quickly ru- rush these down. And if they put an eight down and were about to put a nine, you slid your, you slid your nine in there quicker. <laughs> and then they kind of screwed them over and like, damn it. And then you kind of, so it was fun because it was different in that it wasn't turn based. And it was just like a, it, it felt like a madness, you know, yeah. where you're just trying to rush it off. So, but it was, it was enjoyable. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, all right. Uh, my number six, it's a classic game and it's not, shouldn't be a surprise that I enjoy this game because I live in Las Vegas and it's pretty ubiquitous here. My number six is blackjack. Uh, just barely didn't make my list. I really do actually enjoy playing blackjack. Um, uh, I actually have a fun time dealing blackjack, uh, Hmm. being the dealer. Um, obviously the, you know, it's. It's always in the it's usually in the dealer's favor. Yeah, I'm um, not I'm not good enough to do the math that quickly. Like while everybody else like they're like oh or yes, and I like look at the cards like and then I'm like counting using my fingers. Oh, okay, now I get it. You <laughs> you, you didn't make it. <laughs> so. Yeah, you do have to kind of think quickly on your feet like that. But I actually enjoy blackjack. It's one of the few you know table games that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy going to to play here in Vegas and. Um, you know, I mean, if you've never played blackjack, I don't know what hole you were living in. Yeah. Cause it's a I'm, simple I'm, game. It's a and simple actually, game. I remember, you know, even, and it finds its ways into like, you know, little mini games into like bigger video games. So something that mm-hmm. I'm thinking about is, um, Pazak in, uh, what is it? Um, uh, Empire, the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, mm-hmm. um, they 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 have sabak which is their which is like space poker and pazak mm-hmm. which is space blackjack um, but you play <laughs> that in uh, knights of the old republic and you actually have like some other little elements that they add to it like you can do a minus or plus or whatever um, but it is you you see it all over cuz it's a simple easy to know game count up to 21 mm-hmm. um you know the it, it is similar to you it's one of the games that I will play when I'm out in Vegas like at a table I enjoy it mm-hmm. what I don't enjoy is the blackjack snobs and you get back blackjack snobs because they believe, Oh, there's, you have to play this now granted to do the odds and all that stuff. There is a best way to play on when to hit and when not to hit. And sometimes if I just have a feeling and it's my goddamn money, I might want to do something that might go slightly against, you know, the norm. Right. And people flip the fuck out at a poker table because they're like, "That's that card was supposed to be mine, or that card was supposed to be the dealer's, and and you just you know hit it when you shouldn't have hit." And I'm like, "Fuck off! It's my money. Let <laughs> yeah. me play how I want to play." But people people really get upset about that. Yeah, well, people are idiots. So. Yeah. So anyway, plus I mean, it, you know, for some reason people think of them as that game as as like the table versus the dealer. It's yeah. really every man for themselves. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't care about your stack. I only yeah. care about me, baby. I'm like, I'm trying to grow my money. I don't mm-hmm. give a shit about your money. Yeah, but they do. They all they do very much think of it as like the whole table against the dealer. So yeah. Uh, all right. What's your number six? Uh, my number six is another one that I played. Man, I played quite a bit of this one uh, in high school with friends, and I think like you know math classes or other stuff like that. 
um, and lunches and whatnot. And it was a four-person game. You had to have four people for it, and it was called Butthole or Asshole. Uh, we, we called it Butthole to not get in trouble. You know what? I kind of remember. I have a vague recollection of that game. Not a clue I had to play it, so it didn't make my list. Okay. Yeah, I think it came out like after or right around probably when you were about done with high school and it kind of bigger up when I when I got into high school. Um, yeah, so it, it, you had to have four people um, and basically you, uh, I don't know, you, you, I think the whole goal was, oh God, you had, it, it was a never ending game. That was the thing. Like you could just, you just played till whenever <laughs> because depending on how you finished a hand, the the person who oh, I can't remember the person who went out first that hand became the president and then the person who went out second became the vice president and then the third person became the vice butthole and then the the person who was last out was the butthole and so basically it's so the goal is to like get rid of your cards and you had to lay them down like in you know a certain certain manner like if someone laid two twos um, and to kind of like start things off or I think you had to start with like a seven of something or whatever, whatever. Um, but so say someone laid down two twos, mm-hmm. then you had to lay down or sorry, like two threes. And then you had to lay down a pair higher um, if you were next to them uh, and, you know, or whatever. And you lay down two sevens and it keeps mm-hmm. going up and up until no one can take, no one can, can go up higher than that. And I mm-hmm. think, I think it was twos or maybe it was aces kind of, kind of just immediately wipe the board clean. Um, but if you lay down something that nobody has, um, you know, a higher card or in either dubs or triples or whatever, mm-hmm. then, then the last person to lay down the card, you kind of, you wipe, you wipe the, uh, the board clean and then you, you lay down whatever you want to lay down next. And so the whole goal is to get rid of your cards first, because if you were the, if you were the president, um, that means the start of the next round, you gave your two worst cards, to the butthole and the butthole had to give their two best cards to the president and uh, the vice president and, and vice butthole would swap one card. And so that way it's like, it would be advantageous to, to become the president because you could stay the president. Um, and then there was a whole like house rules on if you were like the president for like three straight turns or something, then you could like create uh, a, an, an extra rule. Like, um, I don't you know. So it'd be like something silly, like, you know, you have to keep your hand on your nose. You have to touch your nose when somebody coughs. And if you don't, you lose a card. I don't know. It was just stu- it was other weird shit or other other <laughs> rules or something that you could be like a lot of different things. But it was it was fun because there was really no end to it. So it was just like hours of just nonsense fun of trying to like, you know, be the president. Okay. So, yeah. And it's fun. It was a game called Butthole or Asshole. Like, <laughs> how, how cool is that for a kid? Right. <laughs> Uh, all right. Where are we? We are on your number five. All right, at the uh, uh, top half of our list. Um, I'm kind of expecting this one to be higher on your list, if not at this point, because I'm pretty sure you loved this game, and I did play it in in, uh, in high school and probably even in middle school, and I did love love this game, and I actually still kind of enjoy playing it. It in- includes. Uh, elements of other games, including uh, Slapjack. My number five is Egyptian Rat Screw. Higher on my list. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it even had like some element-esque to war. That's what I was kind of referencing mm-hmm. to the kind of similar enough. Uh, my number five is a 
classic card game. I uh, you know that I would consider. Um, a lot of people know it. It's a four person have to have four people, uh, and it's a team game, and uh, you have to basically the whole part of the game is to get tricks. Um, unless you're going nil, then you don't want any tricks. Uh, I'm talking about spades. I've never played spades. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, this was another card game that, that we played, uh, in, in high school. Um, you know, just like on the, uh, the different table or homeroom or whatever the heck it was. Mm-hmm. I, I mostly, I feel, I think I remember it doing these games like in band, like particularly mm-hmm. while you're waiting. Cause you remember, you know, between marching band games and stuff, you have to like sit and wait for the game to start. And so there's just some people went home and came back, but I mean, our mom was working, so we didn't, I didn't have a car or anything. So we stayed, right. we just stayed, yep. we stayed there and, uh, or walked over to like, get dinner and then came back and played cards before the uh, football games. So space was a lot of fun. You know, it's exactly, you're looking at your cards, you're trying to assess what kind of, how many uh, tricks you can get. Um, which a trick is basically when all four people have laid down a card, or their cards like that four, that set of four is a trick, and so you you gotta get that, and you're you're seeing it and trying, and you're you're betting how many you think you can get, and so if you have like a whole bunch of face cards, and you can play them up, um, then you're basically gonna be like, okay, wow, I can I can get, you know five tricks or whatever, I don't know, mm-hmm. um, or the always always the fun part was when you went nil and then crazy people. I knew a couple crazy ass people who would go blind nil. And I'm like, are you shitting me? That blind nil meant, meant that you would shoot for no tricks. Like literally you cannot p- t- take one. And if you do, it was a massive penalty. But blind nil, which was like had extra awesomeness to it, you didn't even look at your cards. It's like you were <laughs> you were, it's like you were you were uh dealt your cards. I'm not looking at them. I'm gonna go blind nil, and so that's that's like gonna shoot you right up to win basic to win the game basically if you did that. Interesting, so, yeah. Um, I did play. I don't think the games are related, but I did remember um, playing hearts pretty okay, yeah. regularly. And it's, I learned it is how to the play. exact opposite. <laughs> okay, I learned how to. I learned how to play it actually on a on a on a computer. I think. Yeah. Um, and I remember enjoying playing the game. I but I could not tell you how to how to play it now. It's been so long. Yeah, Hearts and Spades are very um, similar. They just kind of have like some flip flop rules. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, number four. Uh, my number four is a game that I actually remember our father teaching us, um, or at least he taught me. Um, and I really enjoy it, and I still play it from time to time uh, with my wife and that's gin rummy another one that made my um honorable mentions but yeah okay. I, I do remember us playing it as a family and i think particularly with dad yeah um so i mean fairly simple c- uh, concept you end up with you have 10 cards and i mean there's variations of this there's gin there's rummy there's gin rummy there's you know there's all kinds of stuff are, th- are they di- are those different variations i always thought they I, were just the same the different words for the I same game i believe that they actually are different but i can't okay. i couldn't tell you how um, but you had to get two sets of three and a set of four, and you could either have three of the same number or you could have a run in the same suit. Um, either way, but then you went out, um, and if you you know everyone else, uh, whatever cards you had that weren't in a in one of those, either in a run or a group, um, you had to count the points. And there now there's 
I've seen I've seen ways where like the pe- the person who went out gets the points, mm-hmm. and the first person to 100 wins. And I've seen ones where you get points and the first person to 100 loses. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I remember. I think I remember played the lose. You get that's, points as that's bad. That's what situation. I remember too. Yeah, that's and that's always how I how I've done it. If, is uh, yeah. if you get the points as bad. Yep. Wasn't uh, wasn't Jin the game the card game that the, the the boys were playing in Stand by Me when they were like playing and then I, and somebody somebody calls you know like the, the that they've got that they've got gin or something and they're all yelling you didn't we didn't deal you no pad hand um i don't know if you remember that scene for some reason that stuck in my I kind of remember the scene but i couldn't tell you if that's what they were playing okay so uh i uh you know if you've ever played um the board they made a board game kind of out of it called rummy cube yeah yeah we actually i think didn't we talk about that in our board games episode I, we may have yeah um which is is fun i i i taught that to my son um as well, I think we got it. We ended up with like a weird version. It wasn't the original version. I don't. I don't know how we ended up with it, but okay. Um, I I just enjoy it. It's 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 a yeah. fun game. It's it a fun is. points point counting game. Yep, absolutely. All right, what's your number four? My number four was another one that made your list. Uh, I think your number five ish. Uh, Egyptian Egyptian Rat Screw mm. had a lot of different elements to it. I I played the hell out of this game. Another head to head speed element game and. I always thought I was I I always felt pretty darn good at this one um because I had good hand eye kind of quickness where I was I was a I was a better slapper than other people and so I could get my hand in there and, and get it real fast um so quick reactions mean a lot to Egyptian rat screw yeah well and and uh, like we always I usually played it with like three or four people um oh yeah maybe and it comes I always for some reason I remember head to head more than anything else uh, you're right. You're right. It can be everybody around the table. Well, and it was one of the few games where if someone showed up late, you could yeah. actually slap your way That's in. That's right. To the That's game. right. It didn't. Yeah, it didn't have to be two. But you're right. You're right. Anybody could. Anybody could join at any time, which is yeah. fun. Which is yeah. I actually I enjoyed that about the game. You know, you know, if, if you had a friend come over late or something, you guys were playing. We're like, hey, you can you can slap in. You know, now if they're not if they're too slow, they're never going to get in. But yeah, and it was it was fun because all of the non face cards didn't mean shit. You just keep going until you get a face card, and right. then the whole goal was okay. I have to make sure I get to keep this going so I can have the bigger stack. And so if you like, you know, I remember with Ace, you only had four chances to to get another face card up. Um, if you had a, a king, king, it was, it three, was three, queen two, and then jacks were the gold. You know, yeah. if you had a jack, you could have one jack, and that's all you had left, and you could come back and win. Like I'd yeah. seen that shit kind of thing happen. Yeah. Where here's where I had my problem. I was really good at the doubles. Like if there was a, you know, two whatever that came up back to back, I would slap in really good. There mm. were people who would play sandwiches. Oh, I, I couldn't sucked. do that. I hated it that. My mind did not work with sandwiches. And there was like, yeah. you know, there was some other different variations that you could do to it. And so I I never really got onto the to a sandwich or they would do like a, you know, if it was like a run, it was like if it was like a third in a run or something, they would do like but not me. I really good with doubles. I sucked at everything else, but it was a it was definitely a fun game and all the quick slapping elements was enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. And you got to say rat screw. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> yeah. No. So, uh, we, we always had a rule that any, everyone had to take off rings, rings and jewelry, no oh, watches, smart. no rings, nothing. Yeah. Had to, you had to clean hand Cause you would inevitably get somebody who had like a really pokey ring or, yeah. you know, something like that, a watch or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they would intentionally try to hit you with it. Huh. Uh, all right. 
Number three. We're already on to our top three. Yes. We're doing pretty good. And none of my number three have been mentioned by you. None and, of mine either. And so I'm, I I love all these games, and I've played all of these games with you, and I'm curious, like, <laughs> I, I'd be shocked if we don't have the same top three. I'm curious about the order, but. There's one on my list that you may not have. Okay. And it might just be that you might not have considered it, but I'm, we'll see. All right, uh, so my number three, there's a lot I have to say about it, but I'm going to wait because I'm pretty sure you're going to have it higher. Uh, this is one where I could have, uh, I actually did specify a specific variation. However, I'm kind of, it, I could kind of include the whole thing. Uh, I went with, uh, my number three is Texas Hold'em Poker. Um, if you're, yeah, I, I put poker, I did put Texas Hold'em, but it's higher. Okay. Okay. All right. So uh, my number three is a card game that you absolutely uh, introduced me to. And I think that year of 2005 is important for this one because this one actually did come out earlier. I didn't play it till later, but because it came out earlier, I allowed it into this game or into this top 10 list. And my number three is... One of my absolute favorite games that every time I'm over at your house, I want to play this in one of the bajillion variations, uh, Munchkin. Higher on my list. Yeah, I think I think we just had a couple <laughs> couple flip flop around here. Right. And I will I will go and punch you if this other the other game that we haven't talked about isn't on the list. So yeah, we have the same top three just in different yeah. order. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll we'll find out what that order is now because my number two. It's gonna, it's gonna be the other one. It's it's it, to me. It's the it's our family game. Yeah. Okay. It's the, it's the one that uh, it's the one that we learned to play really young. <laughs> it's the one we play with all of our relatives. Uh, we played it all together this Christmas. Yeah. And that's pitch. And that's higher for me. Okay. <laughs> so it's like so we did have we didn't have any of them in the same spots. Okay. Cool. So, all right. Well, then what, what was your number two? All right. My number two is poker. Texas okay. Hold'em. So, um. So yeah. Let's uh. Let's talk about that. Poker, absolutely dad taught us. And he taught us, I think, stud was a five-card stud maybe yeah. or whatever was the first well, well, version. five-card draw. Five-card draw. Yeah, right. Five-card draw was what we what we first learned. Um, and we absolutely played that quite a bit. I remember playing, you know, with pennies, um, mm-hmm. betting, that kind of stuff, doing that all the time. Um, just great games. So many variations. And then in like the mid-90s or 97, I think, or whatever it was, Chris Moneymaker won the 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 Texas Hold'em, you know, World, World, Series, World of Series of Poker, and that was aired on ESPN, and it blew up. Mm-hmm. Ever, I mean, and, and and after that, for years after that, it was all about World Series of Poker, and it specifically about Texas Hold'em. Yep. Um, because this was a different variation that you know you did a lot more betting into it, and so and also you could do like the. Uh, you know, you, you did all ins all the time too, and so like the no limit is more fun because at any point someone can just say "fuck it, all my chips," and that yeah. adds a whole other thing element to it. But a lot it's, of drama, and I, yeah, it, out of all the poker variations and out of a lot of card games, it really did actually lend itself to TV. Yeah, yeah, it worked really well. And I mean, there are people who became legit stars, like the Daniel Negranos, the like I said, Chris Moneymaker. Um, who was Doyle the one Brunson. who was the Unabomber? Oh, um, um. I don't remember. 
I know exactly what you're talking about. There's only two guys I ever really remember from that. One of them was uh, the Unabomber. They called him the Unabomber because yeah, he yeah, wore yeah. hoodie and glasses and stuff like that. And one was this old Texan guy. That's Doyle Brunson. Yes, yes. Yeah. And there is like, I think it's a 10 and a 2. It's called the Brunson because uh, if you have like a 10 and a 2, like, he would like always play it. And it usually, you know, he won some pretty big hands uh, with it. So there were some logistics. Actually, a guy that I put, so we played poker quite a bit in my math class. And I remember in my, um, uh, a, uh, Calc BC class, AP Calc BC. Yeah, I was smart. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got a five on my AP Calc BC exam. Suck it. Uh, <laughs> that's good. Five's the best, everybody. Uh, anyway, this guy, uh, he was, he was a year younger than me. So that means he was probably smarter than me for sure. Uh, because he was, he was a junior when I was a senior in that class. Uh, and he ended up like really getting into poker and he went to Georgia tech and I know he's a smart kid or he's not a kid anymore. He's a smart guy. Um, but I'm pretty sure he started doing poker for a living mm. and, uh, hold on. I'm going to look him up. All right. Well, while you're doing that, I'll talk a yeah. little bit. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I love poker. Um, I've told the story before, I think where we were playing at our dad's house, um, in a winter time and, I, I remember this, and I, you know whether or not you believe this happened. This absolutely happened. Uh, we were playing, and I folded my hand. I said, "I fold." And the second my cards hit the deck, a tree fell on the house. Oh, I, yes, I remember this story uh, for sure. Yeah, you were younger, so I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if you don't remember it. But and and actually, it fell on the back porch. It didn't fall on the whole house. So thankfully, all it did was it ca- it collapsed in the like tin roof covering. Um, mm-hmm. but. Texas Hold'em, I love the game. I I enjoy playing it more in person than I do online, if I can help it. I just like the kind of the the BS back and forth and being able to talk to people. Um, I've also mentioned before that when I was in college, we used to play it a lot because um, it was really big in the early two thousands. Um, actually, I used to watch Celebrity All Star Poker. Um, I think it was on the Bravo network uh-huh. all the time where that, you know, they just had celebrities on, they were playing for charities and stuff like that, but it was fun. Um, it was fun to hear them like, you know, smack talk each other. Yeah. Um, but we, uh, <laughs> a local strip club in, uh, in Athens, uh, which is no longer there. And I would believe that was actually the first strip club I ever took you to. <laughs> uh, Chelsea's. Yeah. Yeah. I Chelsea's. remember. Uh, they had a they had a basement. steak special. They legitimately <laughs> had a steak special, people. But it was like when I turned eighteen, like you, we drove all the way from uh, from Alpharetta to Athens because that was right. the one that you knew. Yeah, um, I don't know if you knew it all that well. I don't even know if you had gone before, but we were like, well, you felt comfortable taking me there, right? And so we, so that's where we went. <laughs> yep. Um, but they had a basement area, and um, you didn't actually even go into the main area. You just went around to the back. Um, and they would have a huge poker tournament with like 10 tables full of people. And then you played, uh, you didn't even have to pay. You mm-hmm. came in and they gave you a bag of chips and you, they started the tournament and you played. Now what, what they would do is, is they got their money from alcohol sales. Oh yeah. They would sell, you know, you had to be 21 to play and then you could, um, yeah. you could buy alcohol. And so that's how they made money. And then inevitably there would be people who would, once they lose, would go up to the club you know, on top, mm-hmm. but mostly it was just for that. And I, I, we would never go to the club. My roommates and I, we would go, um, and we would play until whoever was, you know, left. And actually I had one buddy who was really good. Uh, my buddy, Dusty, 
who won several times. Oh, wow. And they would they wouldn't give you money, you would win a prize like a TV and they would give you the TV with the receipt from Walmart and then you oh. could take the TV back and get the nice. money. Yeah. For it. So that was kind of how they got around it, but uh yeah. It was uh, so many good memories playing Texas Hold'em. Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot of fun. Um, you know, we we also are a part of a group with some other podcasters and other kind of you know, just people who we've met through podcasting and we have a poker group and we'll play. Um, and it's just a, it's a great game to play with your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun to kind of smack talk and just kind of, or just kind of catch up and, and shit show or just, and just kind of like, you know, I don't know. It's a, it's a really fun, enjoyable game to have with friends, but also like be competitive and do something like that. Just waste a little bit of time. And we do that every now and then, yeah. um, on, on Friday nights. It's a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, I found, um, his earnings. So his name's Daniel Wyman. Um, and he, uh, his total winnings is, uh, 2.9 plus million. Wow. So he's not, he's not bad. And actually the last tournament, it says that I see that he, that he entered was in November of 2020. So he's still playing. He's still jumping in and doing poker and he won, uh, like, you know, a couple thousand dollars there. Um, but yeah, so he's, he's made, it says a couple of final tables in the world series of poker. I'm not sure what style, uh, Mm -hmm. he made the final tables in or what variation, um, but also he's he's won two world poker tour tables and things like that. So he's he's gotten, I mean he's won two point nine million dollars. <laughs> I'm good for him, man. And I I remember when I was we were in the same math class when uh, when poker really took big and and he was I remember he he really got into it and was definitely getting good. So awesome, cool. Uh, all right, uh, do you have any honorable mentions you want to throw out? Um, yeah, I mean, you said I did. I completely forgot about slapjack uh, until mm-hmm. you, you mentioned it. But that was a very, very simple one. You had a jack and then once a jack popped up, you slapped it and you got the pile and kept going. Right. I'm pretty sure yeah. that was yeah, yeah, as yeah. simple as that one. Uh, Harns, oh, you know, what? the the other the only other one on my list that we didn't really mention was old maid. Yeah, <laughs> you know, a real kid one, and I really don't even remember anything about it. I just remember that hey, it was a game that you play when you're a kid. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I've played games like Go Fish with my kid. My daughter actually mm-hmm. really enjoys playing. Go- she has an actual deck with fish, uh-huh. um, you know. But in you know, they're they're kid games, but they're 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 the gateway. They're they're how you get kids into other games like that. And so I think there's definitely a place to talk about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, uh, I'm ready to talk about these two. Yeah, yeah. These are two amazing games, and I will play. But I mean, any of our top three, which mm-hmm. I'm so I've said I knew they were going to be like <laughs> uh, the second they weren't said. I was like, these are going to have to be the, the top yep. three. Um, so. I'll go first uh, because I, I want to end on 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 your number the family one. game, the family sure. game uh, Munchkin. Um, it's put out by. Oh, God. What is his name? Uh, Steve Jackson. Steve Jackson Games. Uh, they put out a lot of different games. And yeah, uh, there used to be only just the regular Munchkin variation. And that is typically the one I play. But there's if if there's a fan base, there's a very a Munchkin variation for it. <laughs> yes. Um, the one that that uh, Adam and you and I have played quite a bit is the Marvel variation. Yeah, um, which one, they actually they actually had sorry. two versions. They had the Marvel and then they had the X Men, which I think were intended to be two separate games. Mm-hmm. But I put them together because yeah, that's they work. I, I like they work they work well enough together. Yeah. It's I it was I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was like 2014 or 15 where you introduced me to that maybe even earlier um mm-hmm. but you introduced 
you and your wife, you know, were are big and you're still big tabletop people. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember where you learned it from. Maybe from watching was it the tabletop show or yeah, or it was the tabletop stuff. series. Okay. That, uh, Will Wheaton did. Yeah. Uh, and it is just it's so fun and goofy and then near the end it gets so cutthroat yeah. while someone's like trying to get to level 10 um and it's just like you have you try and stop everything at all costs to stop that person to do it until like you're, you know you're beaten so down and so bad that <laughs> you just you can't just, you can't stop it anymore yep um but yeah you're, you're right there are so many we've got i've got the classic one that I think you got me and then mom got it. There was like a vampire variation, which I mm-hmm. have, I don't even know if I've cracked open, but because I, I like the regular one, but I do, I really like the Marvel one because also it hits another fan base for me. So it's right. kind of fun to like, you know, tie that in and whatever you're right, whatever fan base it is, they've got a munchkin version. And so it's just a really enjoyable, you know, it's only really good with like at least three or four people, yeah. I would say or more, but um, yeah. yeah. But it is goddamn what a fun fun game. Yeah, and uh, I mean we we've we it's it's fun one to to teach other people. Um, I remember it was like Christmas last year or maybe even Thanksgiving. We taught our sister, our mm-hmm. and her fiance, and then for Christmas this year I got him the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, version. Yes, that's right. Um, the good thing about Munchkin is is that the rules. Even though some of the specifics, like for a like, they'll have some things that are specific to a to that you know fan base type, mm-hmm. but you really can combine any decks you want. Mm-hmm. You really could combine everything. Now the chances of you pulling a relevant card specific to certain other ones becomes less, but um, it's 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 a fun one that you can customize in a bunch of different ways that you want. Um, the uh the in the original version they come with blank cards sometimes too that you can write your own and i've write, written my own you know ridiculous ones yeah and uh it's to me it's such a fun game i'll probably never stop playing munchkin yeah uh it's a game whenever i am visiting <laughs> y'all yes i want to play other games but i want to play munchkin every single time <laughs> i'm there if i can I don't because think we played that, Munchkin this time, did we? Didn't, time. and I really wanted to, but <laughs> I just we just didn't, and it yeah. happens. But I I can guarantee every time I want to. So, yeah. Uh, all right, let's let's talk about cool. it. Yeah, my number one, your number two, two. or three, number two. two. Um, it is, this is our family game. This is the game that whenever we are together, whenever you know we are uh, up in Iowa with other people like that, it's it's pitch. And I don't think many people are going to know this one, but yeah. it, it's and it's a Midwest game. So I, I kind of found out, you know, I was actually talking to some other people about about pitch and and bringing that up, um, and and a guy, another kind of random guy was from Iowa. Uh, Iowa was like, "Oh, hey, I play pitch, and they play it this way," and I'm like, "That way's stupid. We play it this way." <laughs> <laughs> and there is like there is there are different home variations right you know we play what we, what's called four point pitch we also play 10 point pitch we very mostly play 10 point pitch yeah um that that worked really well for us particularly with our dad uh playing partners because you need four people for that uh and so between you me our sister and dad that worked out really well yeah but then we also played whenever you have more than that you typically play call now some people will play four point and they'll play four point with a bunch of people and i'm like that's stupid <laughs> um but just because we don't 
do that. It's yeah. just not how our family, but different families. And there's also seven point pitch. There's also like ten, or, um, like thirteen point or fifteen point pitch. It's it's weird. There's a whole <laughs> bunch of different variations, but it's effectively mostly the same type of style of game. Yeah, it's a trick. It's a trick playing game. Yes, a lot of similarities to spades. I think you would you would pick up on spades very quickly because of your knowledge of pitch. Okay, so. It's just as opposed to your as opposed to picking up specific cards or specific points, you're getting tricks, okay. um, and that's and that's really a main difference. But there's a lot of similarities because there's a there's a betting aspect to it in both of the types of games, mm-hmm. um, and and the you know whoever ends up with those cards or with that with those points or whatever gets them. So, yeah, it's uh, I've got so many fond memories of us. What is? Oh my god! Yeah, of of us with our family in Iowa, playing big ass games of pitch. Yeah, with our grandparents, with great aunts, great uncles, that kind of thing. Getting in there, like I, I have a a good story. I remember. Um, so our our great aunt Dodie, and we all we all just called her Aunt Dodie. Mm. Um, her and her uh her her daughter, uh Joyce, who is who is like a you know like a she's like a, she's like an aunt as well to us. Um, yeah, I love I love Aunt Joyce. Uh, but me, dad, our grandma Donna, uh, I don't know. It wasn't, no, it wasn't dad. I'm sorry. It was just me, grandma Donna, Dodie and Joyce were playing at Dodie's house. Mm. Um, and we were playing late into the night. <laughs> me and grandma went home. They live right down the street. We yeah. went, we went, went, uh, to sleep and then came back in the morning, started playing again. And I remember like. <laughs> Uh, what like Joyce's grandson or whatever was staying there. He woke up, came out, and it's like, "Were you playing all night?" <laughs> like, <laughs> basically, we can. Like, it's a game that we can just keep going, and I and I really never get tired of it. It is yeah. fun. Our family is stupid competitive with it. <laughs> it is, it's, and it all comes to the end. It's we are actually just this Christmas we were teaching our sister's fiance how to play pitch. Yeah. And he he picked it up pretty darn well. Yeah, uh, I so think he won a job. game. He did. He did win. Um, I won uh, two of the four games, so I, I got you know the most. <laughs> in case anybody was curious, but it's one of those other kind of just it's fun game. It's a point based kind of thing, similar enough to like a spades or hearts or whatever. But if you get to a certain amount of points, you win that game. And when someone gets close, the entire table turns against that one person <laughs> yeah. and it becomes whatever to stop them. You will, you will set yourself, you will, you know, do whatever you have to do. You will, um, you know, you will bite scratch and, and kick <laughs> to make sure that they can't win. So you can hopefully win yeah. because it's also a game again, similar enough to like a spades or a, or a hearts where you shoot the moon. It's called you mooning right. uh, in pitch where if you feel you can get all of them and if you make all of the points, which for ours typical version was getting all 10 points. And if you, and it's just pretty darn rare. Um, and if you did that, you would automatically win the game. And yep. it was like, damn it. When people did it. Yep. And, I, and I know me and John and I, and I, I've talked a, a bunch about this, but or I've already, I've talked in the vast majority on pitch. So hopefully you'll have some other stories, but I just want to add this one little thing that is always, and I'll never forget this because God, you love him. Um, I think about like our grandfather and (laughs) that old bastard. (laughs) I love, man, I miss him. Um, we would play pitch and that guy would have like the shittiest hands and he would just, he would be like, eh, might as well moon. And he'd fucking win it every goddamn time. (laughs) 
And it just had the best time with the family, man. Oh, yeah. sorry. So many good good times playing pitch. Yeah. It's one of the it's one of the things like our grandfather that that specific grandfather, um, he was not. I wouldn't say he was not the most affectionate guy. Yeah. It's about the best way <laughs> yeah. I could put it. Um, he was an old farmer. You know, yeah. he was an old grizzled farmer. He I I always felt like he was tolerant of us. <laughs> um, he he was so the, good with when when we were young kids though. He always he was, wanted to like snuggle well, up on him. The one exception was you. Oh. You were the exception. You, he, Maybe that's what I remember. I that's remember, why you remember it. I snuggled up on him, him on his chair all the time. Dad has always said that for some reason he really clicked with you. Okay. And so he he was oh he was always down to hang out with you and do stuff, um, which was all it was always awesome to see. Yeah. But most of most of my you know my fun remembering of him. Um, other than that time we went to South Dakota, um, <laughs> was was playing cards, yeah. Because he loved playing cards. And it was always it was fun. And you're right. And and our dad was the same way. And I'm sure yes. he got that from him. You know, he he could he would have just the most nonsense cards, and could win. Mm-hmm. And you're like, how did you do that? You had he's, he's like, I didn't even have like the top three cards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somehow he pulled it out. Exactly. And it was just <clears throat> oh, it's so much fun. Um. I do, I do miss that. We have not been able to do one of those big family things like that, you know, with our grandparents in a in a long time. Yeah. Um, and that is something I do miss, especially because, um, I feel like that that game is kind of dying out with the rest of the family. Like, yeah. there's not a lot of the other family members who I think played that as much as we do. Um, so, and, and, and I totally credit dad for really, mm-hmm. you know, pushing that game with us because that, that is a game that we right. will have as, as our family for a long time. Um, and we've taught it to, you know, it was sort of like, it was a benchmark for significant others and stuff like that. <laughs> I, you know, it's like, you, if you're going to meet my family, you got to learn how to play. I taught my, my now wife how to play pitch before we even met my grandparents because yeah. I was like, you're going to have to know. The good thing for me is that my wife was already a card player and a, and a yes. game lover. So she loves pitch. She loves playing it. So anytime, Just, you know, anytime we're playing it together, she wants in. in. Yeah, and it's fun. It's fun playing with it. Yeah, exactly. And even um, Abby's fiance uh, is is very enjoyable. Him jumping in. Yeah. The only exception to the rule is my wife. Um, so <laughs> I I did try to teach her. I remember when we were dating. Uh, but she is not a card person. She is not a game person. No. And I even see this when I go over to her family. It's not the family. It's her. We go over to their family. They want to play games. They want to do stuff. Yeah. So I will jump in and I will be like the fun gamer with them. And my wife just wants to kind of be off and read. And right. she's like, just leave me the fuck alone. I'm not going to play. <laughs> and so like when we're all together, she doesn't do it. And so she didn't kind of have that inauguration. But it is kind of, I don't know. I, I like that. It's kind of a fun little thing that like if you want to connect with that side of the family, jump in on a card game and they are going to, you know, they're going to swarm you in and they're mm-hmm. going to accept you. And Christy absolutely jumps into that. You know, we all kind of, we don't really tease Christy, but she was, she was a much more uh, timid better than everybody else. And I feel for like the longest time she wasn't, she wouldn't bet big, even though she had like the cards for it. Right. But like also, as we just mentioned, dad and grandpa and even our grandma, like <laughs> they, they were cutthroat and they would be like, well, you know, I've got an 
ace and two other cards. Fuck it, nine. <laughs> and and and, they, and so it's like they just knew what to do. Yeah. So. Um, well, yeah, it's always absolutely a fun, and it's a fun one to teach people because I don't know. I always, always when I play it, you get that hit of that nostalgia in your head because I've played this game and it's our family game for so long. Yeah. So I, I uh, we we've started to teach our son. Mm-hmm. How to play pitch? We taught him a little bit. We taught you know we start with oh, four yeah, point. Yeah, he he did yeah, he did four point. I remember I remember playing four point with him before. Yeah, so so we we'll have to do it a little bit more. Um, yeah, you know it's it's I, I was thinking about this. I don't play cards with dad as much, so even mm-hmm. though the fact that he lives with me. But I need I need to start just kind of playing some. Yeah. Although he he to to him, I think he enjoys it when everyone's playing more. Yeah. Probably. So then it's not as it's not as much fun playing just one on one. Although Chris, I mean Christy and I'll play it all the time. So I mean, yeah. And, play if, with and if, um, but if your son jumps into it, you know, and you get you can lead up to partners and basically maybe you know maybe him and Grandpa and you and Christy, mm-hmm. um, you know, play partners for a bit. Yeah, that part that would probably be really good and kind of bring back some of those days of uh, you know the four of us playing. Yeah. You know, when we were younger. So I because I, I I definitely feel like we are the family that's got to keep that going. <laughs> we are 100 percent none of our cousins play it really besides no. us yeah. and even even uh, not even most of our like aunts and uncles play it i, I think no our aunt becky i think is the only one i think her who does maybe maybe and i'd say i'd say that's a maybe but even then it's pretty rare so yep so all right um god that was a fun that i gotta admit that was a a fun you know walk down memory lane actually with yep. all of these uh card games um mm-hmm. I, were you ever a big Yu-Gi-Oh player? I watched the anime, but I never played the card game. Okay, because I know uh, the card I, game got yeah. pretty big. It did. It got big. I, also, none of us mentioned uh, Pokemon. Right. And well, the Pokemon card never, game got really I was big. never into that. So, And it did get big with some of my generation, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just never really, really got into it. I did watch seasons like 1 of 2 of Pokemon and watch seasons 1 and 2 of Yu-Gi-Oh. I enjoyed it. I just never got into those card games. Um, so, yeah. And they were those uh, very similar to Magic. It was really all about how much fucking money you had and how many, you know, how many good yeah. cards you could buy. Where we didn't have a bunch of money and you just wanted a regular old fifty-two card deck, and you had so many different variations. It's kind of crazy yeah. how many games can be made from a regular card deck of cards. And those games are still huge. Um, mm-hmm. There was a store. I don't know if that store's around around here anymore. There was a whole store completely dedicated to trading card games. Um, oh, that wow. was like it was like half Magic and half Yu Gi Oh. Oh wow! And there was the the bulk of what they had. That's all they had were those kinds of <laughs> card games. So uh-huh. they're still going strong. Yeah, yeah. Just not so. with me. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, this was a lot of fun, and that was our top ten card games before two thousand and five. Please join us next time for a love-filled Valentine's Day episode as we break down the 1993 film Sleepless in Seattle, discuss the long-running series Married with Children, and recast Married with Children using actors of today. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us at blastfromourpast at gmail.com, and if you want to suggest a movie or TV show from your childhood or to be a guest on the podcast, go over to patreon.com backslash blastpastcast and pick a tier that works for you. To find us on social media, search for at blastpastcast. So until next time, I'm John. And I'm Adam. And thanks for joining us. See you next time.
Hey everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get.